0: What did I just watch? I just finished watching a Breakfast Club interview that wasn't even a Breakfast Club interview. What I may have just watched was the greatest lesson in the history of black culture. So, Shamit Moore shows up on The Breakfast Club to promote the new Wu-Tang series that's out. We just had an episode yesterday on uh, the strategic partnerships that led to the Wu-Tang series. And sure enough, uh, with this show coming out, that means all the different players involved are going to show up on major media sites. One of the major media sites we all know is going to be the Breakfast Club. So Sean Meek Moore, who plays Ray Kwan in uh, the the show, the, the Wu Tang uh, series on Hulu, he shows up on the Breakfast Club, and it appears to be a normal interview. It, it makes the most sense. Uh, you know, he's one of the the lead actors there, and uh, he's having uh, a conversation. Uh, with Charlotte maine and DJ Envy, so I'm I'm sitting there and I'm processing this interview and I'm saying, okay, you know, let's see where this is going. And I notice within the first two to three minutes within the, this conversation, something seems off. This doesn't seem like a, a interview that's going to really pop off. Now, for those who haven't seen the interview, I'm not saying that this interview was uh, malicious or there's something to uh, any of this. But what I did notice was the same energy wasn't being put into this interview. And at first, I started studying, and I said, wow, I guess they really don't uh, care uh, about this conversation. And so about halfway through the interview, Charlamagne said something to Shameik Moore. He says, you know, okay, I'm kind of done with this conversation. Now, what was said prior to that that would have caused Charlemagne to say that? Well, Charmique Moore is saying, yeah, I don't really have to go on auditions anymore. Who needs auditions? And, you know, he's talking about how great of a job he did in the Wu-Tang series. And he's asking DJ Envy, you know, didn't I kill it? I killed it. You know, and it seems like DJ Envy and Charlemagne are just totally turned off from this conversation. And it's one thing to be confident, my friends. But it seemed as if, from looking at it from the Breakfast Club's perspective, it seemed as if here's a guy who has a really great opportunity in front of him and he he can't seem to get out of his own way. Instead of being happy and gracious uh, to be on the show. He, he may have came off cocky. He may have came off came off a little too strong. And you can tell through the conversation that DJ Envy and Charlamagne really don't want to have any type of interview with him. So then it gets revealed a little bit later into the conversation that Charlamagne Moore requested to have a separate interview away from the cast Of the Wu Tang show. Instead of having the full cast on or a a group of the cast together, he requested to have his own interview. And that, my friends, teaches us one of the most valuable lessons in the history of black culture. What are some of the projects that I'm paying attention to in the culture? Right now, I'm studying the YBN Cordae album. I think that is a great project. I'm also paying attention to the podcast uh, Melanin Boulevard. What a great, great uh, podcast. If you're not paying attention to it, you are definitely missing out. Uh, Some of the guests that are on there are very... Uh, in-depth conversations. And I want everyone who is a Black Equity listener to head over to Melanin Boulevard and check out this podcast. We have the uh, link in our IG at Black Equity Network, and I want you to head over to that link and listen to that podcast. So those are the two projects that I'm currently paying attention to. Back to the show. What I found to be the greatest lesson to learn from this is when you have an opportunity to put together an ensemble of great partnerships, don't try to jump out in front so then you're the only one that's seen. You had an opportunity to sit down in the interview to be with the cast of uh, the people that you're building this Wu-Tang series with you have an opportunity to have a moment in history with uh, your fellow actors to all work together and uh, for the for the history of this brand, show a united front. And then from that interview, you can then springboard yourself into future interviews with the Breakfast Club, with other uh, entities. But to request an interview separate from the rest of the cast, seems a little arrogant. Now, we have to get to why I'm saying this. There's this thing in the culture where it's all about me, 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 me. And it's really prevalent in this moment. Shamik Moore wanted people to know about Shamik Moore. And now everybody knows about Meek Moore. But true alliances, true partnerships are never about one person. And I'm glad that this moment happened in Breakfast Club history and black culture history because it's such a great it's such a great lesson for everyone to soak up. A lot of the a lot of people are seeking validation and attention and they want the world to know their name. They want to become legendary. But the problem with becoming legendary is sometimes you can maybe take some wrong steps along your way. I don't think this hurts his career any. I just think he never got the interview that he was looking for. He was looking for one of those interviews. Uh, where people are going to get to know him and uh, propel his career to a whole new light. He was looking for other great opportunities. He talked about how, you know, he didn't feel like he necessarily needed to audition for things and how he auditioned for Coming to America too, and he didn't get it. And he feels like that that's proof that there's no need to audition. I wasted two weeks on it. And I think what he... What happened in this interview, if we want to call it that, I think what happened in this interview was a, a moment of clarity. And I'm not going to ever tell anyone or they have to be humble or you, you must have humility because the true definition of humble is to lower one's own self value. <laughs> so I, the word itself, I get it. But you do need to have some balance in your approach. I never find people who are confident to be attractive. I think confidence is cool. Like isn't it's cool to be uh confident in yourself. That's that's cool. There's there's nothing wrong with that part. But once confidence uh is outweighed by bravado. Once it's outweighed by Uh, Self-importance. And believe you me, I've been there. I've been that guy who thought, oh, I'll just be confident and that's going to get me everything I need. I don't think that is the key here. I think what we learn in this particular interview for everyone who's listening, all entrepreneurs and investors, what we learn from the Sean Meek Moore Breakfast Club interview is... You always need to be prepared uh, to work in collaboration. Second thing that I'm picking up is you need to uh, be very aware of the people in the room. The other people in the industry. Shalmeet Moore spent more time downplaying other people. Saying, you know, Donald Glover's work is okay. I haven't really checked that out. And this person's work and this person's work and this person's work. He may have stumbled into something where. He's so busy paying attention to everyone else. That he's missing his own opportunities. Because whether you like it or not. In the entertainment world, it's all about. It's all about the connections you make and the relationships you form. And the third thing that you have to gather from this is how does it make your fellow co-stars of the Wu-Tang series feel that you don't want to have an interview with them, you'd rather have it by yourself? What type of message does that send? Now, for many of you, Listening, you may say, "Well, I don't care what message it sends. I'm gonna go out there. I have a chance to be on a breakfast club. I'm gonna go do it by myself. I'm gonna get my name out there. I'm gonna become a legend." But then you don't get the interview you were ever looking for. Charlamagne and DJ Envy—they don't give him a real interview. They ask him five, ten questions. They're not even that interested. They make fun of him at the end of the, the interview, uh, letting him play his music. They even got him to say that his team supports his acting and not his music. So you, this is really a, a case study of what it looks like when you lose all sense of your reality. Your team doesn't believe in your music you play the music on the interview and the, the, everyone in the room is like, ah, it's okay. And yet you're so focused on getting your name out so that people can hear your music. That you don't really care about anybody else in the room. You didn't come there to, to actually have any type of connection with the people in the room. You didn't come there to learn more about, uh, you know, what, do, what projects are they working on. You came there so everyone could see you. Because you didn't want to be outshined by the other members of the cast. What were you so afraid of, my friend? That someone else in an interview would outshine you? What were you so afraid of, my friends? That some other business out there is doing better than you? Comparison is, a, is the thief of joy. You have to stop comparing yourself. You spend your entire interview talking about everyone else and then how great you are. But the truth is, you're scared to sit next to other talented people in this ensemble that could have been a really great interview. And the funny part is the interview will probably air within the next 24 hours or later today. And more than likely, you're not going to be in the interview. And if you are in the interview, it's not going to hit the same now. So my question to you is. Was it worth it to get your name out? Was it worth it to try to pop off your brand? You've already been in the movie Dope. You've been in the show, uh, The Get Down, I believe it is. You've already started establishing yourself within this industry. There's no need to beat your chest. There's no, there's no need for everybody to know who you are. And so for all the entrepreneurs and investors, the lesson, the greatest lesson uh, in black culture history is simple. It's, it's, it's this key thing. You never have to ask for the spotlight. When it's your time, when when the world's supposed to find out who you are, the spotlight will find you.